Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Thursday mid-morning-ish, so we're here talking James UFC. What's going on, James? Good work, very well, thank you, mate. How about yourself? Hey, not too bad, not too bad. I'm excited. I'm excited that we have a card that's not near as bad as the card last week. No, 100%. I mean, you look at it this week, there are some certainly more entertaining fights this weekend ahead of last weekend when we had some uh, couple of people pull out last minute and it just wasn't entertaining that sort of perspective. But yeah, it should be a good weekend yeah. this week. It wasn't an ultimate fighter championship last week. It was maybe like an auxiliary fighter championship <laughs> last week. Yeah, to say the least, 100%. Did you, stay up for, did you stay up for the card or did you just say, screw it, punch out? Uh, I woke up halfway through the um, main event, so I watched the rest <laughs> of that. <laughs> As you do, open in the UK. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> hey, man, anything going on with you? No, obviously, you know me, standard, really. Obviously, still doing a bit of work with the uh, podcast, um, with the Sports Sesh podcast, and doing a bit of UFC work, and yeah, standard, really, mate. Ah, good. Good to know. Still doing that. You and Mason haven't come to blows yet. Not yet, but probably come the next pay-per-view card, you will have him on. We'll have a, a fair few blows on social media. Yeah, Mason, I don't know. I might have to give him the edge. He's, he, seems a, he seems a little wiry. So. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what you get from when you're up north, mate. Oh, okay. It's the, it's the Max, as they call him. I gotcha. Oh, right. He's in the, nuff, the rough neighborhoods. Okay. Yeah, you didn't hear that from me, though. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's jump into it. We, as we like to do, let's start with the main fight and then work our way backwards. 100%, obviously, the main event between Anthony Smith and Alexander Rakic. I'm very much looking forward to this one. Um, on paper, obviously, Rakic suffered a uh, defeat, his first UFC defeat to Volker Nuzdemir back in December, I believe, in South Korea. So that was obviously a tough one to say. Whereas Anthony Smith, obviously... <laughs> It's been a tough one for him. He hasn't been the same since the the title defeat to John Jones, where obviously if you saw that fight, he took a bad, 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 bad beating against Jones. Won a couple of months later against Gustafsson and then took an, another bad beating about a couple of months ago to Glover Teixeira. So I'm surprised he's back in a way as soon as, soon as um, a lot of people expected. He's taken about two months off, I think, two, three months off before 
facing Rakic. So it's a bit of a tough one when you look at Rakic, who's a predominantly a, a very hard hitter himself. He's a finisher, he likes to finish a lot of his fights. I think predominantly a lot of them, his finishes have come via form of knockout. And uh, top of my head, nine of his 12 wins have come via knockout or TKO. So you know what to expect from Rakic. So to step in against a guy like Alexander Rakic two months after taking a really bad beating to Glover Teixeira. It's certainly a tough one for Anthony Smith. And I think it's, it's a tough one to see where he's at right now because going into the fight week, he branded Rakic as a one-trick pony, which in a way he's right. Like you know what to expect from Rakic, but whereas with Smith, he's got very, he's a very versatile in his um, striking and his ground game. So the best bet for Anthony Smith in this one is to sort of get the fight to the floor early on and, and, and well, attempt to get to the fight to the floor early on. And then if, if the fight stands, uh, I can see Rakic having the edge in my opinion, just because of his versatility and his striking and just the way he'll be able to outwork Smith. So with regards to my prediction, I don't know. It's it's a tough one for Smith, like I said, to face quite like Rakic on two months after suffering yeah. a heavy defeat to, to Shira. So uh, I don't know. Rakic is very explosive and you can tell he's so hungry. And he, I, I reckon he'll probably, he's a fight, type of fighter to obviously learn from his mistakes over to a guy like Usman. Bearing in mind, he lost by a split decision, so it's very close. Some thought he won, so I don't know. He'll be looking for a finish and not relying on the judges' scorecards for this one. And in that case, I'm going to go for Alexander Rakic, TKO in the second round. TKO in the second? You think it's going to be over pretty quick? Yeah, I think it's going to be a pretty quick. I think we'll see an early finish. Okay, okay. Man, you know, the thing that gives me pause is that Rakic's opened up a heavy favorite, minus 308, minus mm. 274 now. So he's gotten better. Where Smith opened yeah. up as a pretty healthy underdog, plus two forty nine. He's two twenty five now, so it's getting it's getting worse for Anthony Smith. The payout is, and it's getting better for Rekic. So that's a that little, mm. worries me a little bit. If Anthony Smith got rid of his like it's it's a, it's psychological, right? I mean, after the beating, yeah. he's, if he got rid of it, do you think Anthony Smith of old could handle Rekic? Like I said, I mean, if he can take the fight to the floor early on, that's when we'll probably see Anthony sort of you know, in a way, come out of his shell a bit and sort yeah. of control the fight. But if the fight standing, from my sort of opinion, obviously Anthony Smith's got a very good striking game, but Rakic is predominantly the better striker, in my opinion. Okay. I think I think Smith will come out explosive and probably the same with Rakic as well. I think Smith will probably want to either take Rakic out early on or get the fight to the floor. And, and then maybe we'll see Rakic sort of taking part towards the end of the first round and then get the finish in the okay. second round. But there are, there is a path to victory for Smith, but I don't, I don't see him getting a win on this one. I'm just, I'm just fishing for a reason, James, to bet Anthony Smith here. I'm just looking, I'm digging. I want that 220. <laughs> I want that 225. Do you say, no. say don't do yeah. it. Okay. Okay. No, I mean, I've seen a fair few people like in terms of the gambling experts, telling people to stay away from this one but yeah okay. I'm, I'm going for a racket from this one okay all right well then i'll lay off I, for me it was i was <laughs> i wanted a piece of anthony smith but there you go really uh, yeah 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 that 225 <laughs> and getting worse it seems like man mm. Mm, that seems like seems like i want a piece of that but oh well uh racket to win by ko tko or submission just the umbrella minus 105 racket to win in the second plus mm. plus 500 so there you go not bad, not bad. It looks like the two most likely outcomes are go, it goes to the judge's scorecard or ends in the first. But I like that. Let's, yeah. let's grab a piece of that 500. All right. What do we got next up? Is it Lawler? 
Yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to this yes. one. Obviously, Robbie Rawler versus uh, Neil Magny. Well, I say, I say I'm looking forward to this one. It's just obviously a clash up, not a clash up in styles, but they're, they're two very similar people, if you know what I mean. Um, but I've just, before I came on here, this is a stat that sort of struck me in a way, and I was very shocked. Robbie Lawler has won one fight in the past four years. And you look at sort of Robbie Lawler's stature and his sort of resume, as, as you'd like to call it, obviously we call it a CV, etc. over here. Yeah. A CV. <laughs> but um, he's defeated a lot of uh, guys over the years, uh, Robbie Lawler, and, you know, he's a former welterweight champion. And, you know, back in his day, I mean, he was certainly entertaining to watch. Obviously, you look at his fights with uh, Rory McDonald and just some of the displays put on. He just hasn't been the same since the defeat to Tyron Woodley. I think that that one win uh, came against Donald Cerrone, and that was for a decision. Um, you, you know what Donald Cerrone's like, like in the big fights. He just tends to... I, I'd say I'd throw the word bottle. He, he doesn't do well in the big fights. So mm. when you look at Neil Magny, like I said, they're, they're very similar in their approach. Magny's got the the height advantage, he's got the reach advantage. But I think with Lawler, it's probably... I'd say Lawler's the better striker slash boxer in a way because he's just he's well more equipped in that sort of department. Whereas you look at Magny, he just sort of uses his height to his advantage and he'll certainly use his reach as well to sort of keep Lawler at bay. Mm-hmm. Um, both fighters do, take to, to, do tend to throw... Uh, a lot of significant strikes a minute. Like I said, I would say Lawler's the more complete striker. Um, when you look at Magni as well, he tends to absorb a lot of strikes as well. So I, d- I don't know. I think it's tough to sort of back uh, Robbie Lawler right now. His last um, appearance was in 2019 in August. So a year ago, it was just crazy. I mean, and that was like a to heavy defeat to Kobe Covington, whereas mm-hmm. Neil Magni fought recently. I think it was Rocco Martin, Anthony Rocco Martin. So he's got the, he's he's more active and he's got the sort of uh, case sharpness, if you will. So in that sort of department, I'm probably going to go for a Neil Magni by decision. Decision. Okay. Well, it looks like looks like you're probably on the right side here. Magni opened up minus two forty. He's minus two forty seven now. Lawler mm. opened up plus two hundred. He's plus two oh five now. I keep hitting my mic. God damn. Um. <laughs> So yeah, I was looking. I think Magny wins the fight. It looks pretty one-sided, as far as I can tell. Looking at these stats, it looks yeah. like Magny's going to take it. I don't want to lay two forty-seven. Let's take a look. No. At, let's take a look at your decision. Um, Neil Magny to win by decision is minus one twenty. Laying some chalk on the decision, James. <laughs> oh man, uh, that's fine. Um, let's see. Can't find uh, Magny to win by KO, TKO, or submission is plus three fifty. So, but it's not, mm. it's going to go the full, it's going to go the full distance, huh? Yeah, 100%. Oh, okay. Well, dang it. I got to, fo- uh, I got to follow you. I got to yeah. follow you. Yeah, you've got, I got to follow it. I don't want to play 247. 120 is a little mm. bit more pal- palpable. So there we go. Yeah, I'd hate to break it too much. We're going to see a lot of uh, decision predictions in this one, I'm afraid. Uh-oh. That's okay. I, that's that's cool with me as long as you know, if, if we get plus line decisions, man, let's do it. Yep. All right. What's next up? Uh, ne- oh Christ! Uh, Yong Kim versus Alexa Grasso. Uh, to be fair, I pronounced that better than I thought I would. Yeah, I think you did. Um, I think you nailed it. <laughs> when you look at Grasso, I mean, it's a shame, really. You look at her on paper. 
and there's a lot of people over the years that touted her and dubbed her as a sort of straw weight, uh, flyweight, sorry, um, uh, prospect. And many were on the hype train behind Grasso, but she's been very inconsistent. Obviously, like I said, she'd win one fight, lose the next, win, and then lose the next. So she's very inconsistent in that department. Her last uh, fight was against Carlos Spraza, I think, at the top of my head, and she lost by a decision. Mm. She's still only, I think she's 27, so she's still got a lot of time. If she gets a win uh, this weekend, there's still time for her to sort of push on and sort of of push on, like I said, from that victory and sort of get back on the winning column and get another win under her belt and, yeah, go from there. And I think in terms of this one, it's going to be a clash up. I reckon we'll probably see a a heavy striking slash kickboxing matchup, in my opinion. Both like to hit, and they're, they're, like I said, it's going to be a striking match between the two. And from that sort of department, I'd say Alexa's more cleaner and more versatile in terms of her striking. She's got the heavier hands. I believe she's got the advantage in terms of the height and reach, I think, at the top of my head. So with Grosso, I think that's what she's going to probably want to do. She's just sort of dictate the the pace of the fight and, you know, sort of drag it out. And I don't think we'll see uh, Kim sort of pose that much of a threat, if you know what I mean. I think we'll just see the striking sort of effectiveness from Grasso playing to, um, playing to her hands in this one. And in that sense, I'm going to go for uh, oh, Alexa Grasso by decision. Another decision. Well, that's yeah. safe bet. Safe bet. Uh, yeah, Grasso Grass opened up minus 309. She's minus 300 now. Kim opened up mm. plus 250. She's plus 244 now. So it's gotten a little bit a little bit better for Grasso, a little bit worse for Kim, but nothing nothing to get too worked up about, I don't think. Mm. Uh, Grasso via decision. Ooh, minus 163. What the hell, James? <laughs> oh, boy. That's a lot to totally. like. Yeah, it's a, it looks like that's a foregone conclusion. Just looking at that, that Grasso yeah. wins by decision. God damn, <laughs> that's a lot of money. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to follow you there. That's a lot. That's a lot of money. Um, mm. I'll do it. One sixty-three. I'll follow you. <laughs> I think Grasso wins. I, I I don't see any yeah. stat that lets me think that Kim's going to win this fight. So, okay, well, there we go. Let's get a plus line, James. Let's do it. Let's let's get, let's get a plus line on this one. I'm, I'm trying my best. I don't know if we'll get it. I, I don't think we'll get it on this one. I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ricardo Lamas versus Bill Ageo. Um, obviously it's a featherweight belt, and I don't know if you've read the news, but I'm, I think it was supposed to be Ryan Hall versus Ricardo Lamas, and mm-hmm. unfortunately Hall stepped up. I think it was an injury. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I think. Yeah, um, let's just say it was an injury he pulled out for. Um, Bill will be making his UFC debut, and in that sort of department, <laughs> you tend to look at guys making their UFC debuts and on short notice, it's going to be tough for them. But with Bill, he's fought a lot of high competition in various other promotions, so he's certainly not one to be overlooked upon. Namas, he's been in around the game for a while. He, he's he's very he's an, he's a very accomplished. Uh, wrestler and the grappler but his ground game and his ground striking is absolutely brutal and on the feet he's he's good with his range in terms of his striking so I think with Bill he's, he's certainly a, a veteran like I said across various other promotions you know what to expect he himself is probably a well accomplished gra- uh, grappler and he's, I think he's a black belt in BJJ so <sighs> Like I said, you, you know, you know my thoughts on fighters taking 
fights on short notice. So yeah. I think we they're very similar in terms of their approach, but just based on his sheer experience and this year, obviously he's, he's had the full training camp and he's been around for the UFC game for a while. I'm going to go for a Ricardo Lamas for a decision. Decision. Okay. Uh, Lamas... Lamas opened up minus 288. He's minus 302 now, so getting worse for him. Uh, Bill opened up plus 235. He's plus 245 now, so it's getting better for him. Mm. No surprise there. Uh, I, it's too new. I, don't, I can't tell you what the, uh, what the, the uh, yeah. decision pays out quite yet. They haven't posted a line for that. We just have the line to win the yeah, fight. Yeah. So if it's reasonable, if it's a reasonable line, I'm going to follow you. Let's say mine, if it's worse than minus 260, 163, I'm not going to follow you. <laughs> let's, just, let's just call that the new limit today. <laughs> All right, man. So, yeah, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that, see what we're actually getting. Yeah. Yeah, because like you did say, and it, this is brand new, and I think it got announced either yesterday or the day before. So, yeah. maybe the button lines aren't accustomed. They haven't sort of drawn up the full sort of um, prices yet and the outcome. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see yet. come Friday night. Keep an eye on that. Yeah. All right, what what else we got next? Uh, I think this is the final one on the uh, main card. And l- let's be real here. This is going to be the fight of the night. I'm so, so, so looking forward mm. to this one. It's Magomed and Kaya versus Ion uh, Kuchalaba. I probably butchered that last name, but who cares? Um, I, I don't know if you saw, this is the second fight. I don't know if you saw the first one, but it's so controversial in a way because um, Magomed was sort of, uh, pushing on in the first round, they're just both men were literally just going at it, and obviously you saw Eon sort of pretend that he was getting knocked out and sort of getting all cocky with Magomed, and <laughs> unfortunately for Eon, the referee thought he was actually like out of it, and he just stopped the fight, and which caused a huge outroar of, um, from the crowd, and Eon himself was very frustrated. So <laughs> I'm glad we got this to, we get to see the rematch because obviously now I'm, I'm sure uh, Kutubela Kutulaba has sort of learned from his mistakes and obviously not to sort of take the mick a bit and not all get, get all cocky. So when you look at it on paper, these two are sh- they're strong wrestlers, but my God, can they punch? And they have their knockout ability is insane. I think uh, Eon's got 12 uh, knockouts out of his 15 wins in his professional career. Um, same with Magomed really a lot of his wins have come via knockout so we know what to expect from both men they're going to they're gonna stand the trade it's, but like I said both have got that dominant wrestling game in their back pocket if they want to sort of you know bring it out in the fight if they're not doing well but I think this will just be pure yeah, a pure striking match and, and Kylo I think he's the better well I say better I think he's the quicker player uh, but kickboxer slash striker and he's, he's more very well-rounded and quick in terms of his striking approach whereas with the only just at times he can throw a little bit lazily and you, you don't know what to expect with the on so he's got to be very careful in this fight with Magomed Eon. um I, I, this this one this this is um not going to go the distance we will see a finish in this one I think we will see a lot of people are going to go for a first round. I'm going to go for a Magomed and Kaya via a second round knockout. Second round. Okay. Second mm-hmm. round. Okay. Uh, this is interesting. Magomed opened up minus 369. He's mm-hmm. minus 320 now. So he's gotten almost 50 cents better. Yeah. I- Ion, Ion opened up plus 290. He's plus <laughs> 257 now. So he's gotten 33 cents worse. 
So looks like the money might be backing Ion here a little bit, cause that line to mm. shift like this. Um, let's see. Let's take a look at your. Damn, there it is. Nope, can't find. Oh, there it is. There it is. There it is. Uh, Magomed to win by KO, TKO, or submission minus one twenty-five. You're right. We're not mm. going to find. We're not going to find many plus lines today, James. <laughs> you called it. Um, in the second, Magomed is plus 450. I mm. like that. I think there's some real value there. I like to double up on some of your bets. You know, I like to take the, the yep. knockout and the round stoppage just to, and put them together. So mm. I'm, I'm going to follow you here because I, I like it. I'm a little concerned that the money coming in might be you know, on Ion, but yeah, I'm looking at these stats. It sure looks like Magomed should win the fight. Mm. So I have to agree with you again, James. And Ion also <laughs> this? this was supposed to be last month, right? Ion tested positive yeah. for the, for the for the corona. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's been scheduled a couple times since the um, mm. the first one. Uh, did, well, I wonder if he had it bad, or if he just had you know had it. Was he asymptomatic, yeah. or did he have symptoms? If he had... I, don't, I don't know. I think he had symptoms, or mm. and obviously you know what the UFC are like. I mean, if you yeah. show a sign, then yeah. that's it. We're going to pull you off straight away. Right, right. But fair play to him. So if he actually had some symptoms, I mean, wonder if he's fully recovered from it. Mm, yeah, exactly. A- you know, I mean, we never know, but I mean, I don't think he's going to care if he's still ill. He's probably going to want to beat the living daylights out of Magomed after what happened in the first one. <laughs> but he's not, he's not going to, according to you. No, according to me, no. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so that's it. We're heading over to the prelims now, huh? Yep, I had no visit prelims. Um, next up, we've got Maki Patolo versus, I'm just going to say Impa. I'm not going to even bother pronouncing the last name. I don't know if you've got it up now and if you uh, want to give it a try. Kasanaga Naimi? Kasanaga Close enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to say Impa. Uh, Maki versus Impa. Um, obviously, with Impa, secured, he secured a... So I think he, a lot of people were talking about how much of an upset this was last year when he fought in the Contender Series. And he knocked out a sort of a knockout artist in uh, Callian Hill by, by rather than... Well, I say knock him out. He won by decision, but Hill was more of a, a knockout artist, whereas with Impa, he's 7-0 lacks a bit of experience so many were sort of surprised as to how we would how he won in a way um whereas with Mackie I, I don't know if you're aware but he last fought uh just under 20 days ago against Darren Stewart my boy yeah um unfortunately he lost I think it was by first round submission so although Mackie going into this fight obviously he's coming off of a loss against Empo 7-0 uh, it's certainly going to be an interesting clash up, um, to say the least. Emperor, obviously, I think from my sort of opinion, this is probably going to be one of his tougher opponents to date. And the same goes for Mackie in a way. He's, uh, when he's finally got like Impa, he's certainly going to be a tough opponent to beat. Like I said, he's, he's got a very good record. And um, I think with Mackie, I think he's got to use his experience to his advantage in a way. And he needs to sort of be the sort of dominant fighter from the get-go in terms of his striking and sort of have the edge in terms of the uh, grappling exchanges and whether it, he needs to hold his own on the, on the map because obviously we saw against Darren Stewart who's capable of submitting him easily in the first round. So if he can hold his own on the map and sort of get the edge in the striking, maybe we'll see Mackie come out on top and I'm going to go for a Mackie Potato by decision on this one. Another decision, okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. All right, Mackie opened up plus 113. He's plus 115 now. Impa 
I assume it's he. I, I said he. I don't know if it's a he or she. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, two men. Okay, just make sure. Minus one. <laughs> Impa open. When I saw those names, I, I got cold feet. Minus one thirty yeah. is where Impa opened. Minus one thirty-two is where he's at now. So, a, a little shift. I wouldn't worry about it. I'm never worry about a two cent shift. I, I, I pay it no mind mostly. Mm. Uh, so Impa via, via decision. No, Mackie via decision. Yeah. Plus 400. Look at that. We're back, baby. We're back. We're back. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. We got a plus line here. <laughs> it's unfortunate, though. I don't know that you're on the right side of this one. <laughs> really? It's close. Many, many craving the, the yeah. uh, Impa. Yeah, it's close. It's real close. Man, it's almost okay. I'm, I've been trying to run these uh, numbers. I'm not on the level you're at yet of able to, able to predict fights. This yeah. looks like it's probably like Mackie 52% Impa 47% chance to win. So it's close, mm -hmm. real close. So I'm, I'm going to do it though. I'm going to jump on it and follow you on the decision. Cause that's a, that's a payout. I can't ignore. <laughs> All right. So we got two women next, right? Is that, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cyphers and Martin. Um, Is that yeah, next? And Martin. yeah, yeah. That's next. Um, uh, I'm looking at, yeah, I think that's nice because originally there was one, I think it was either before or after it. And one of the, his opponent, uh, he got injured or something. He pulled out last minute. And I think that fight might've been, um, the Alex. gone down a bit in the card. Yeah. Caceres versus Kevin Groom. But, um, yeah, cause Groom, uh, wasn't originally supposed to fight Caceres. I think he uh, was supposed to buy Giga uh, Chigasi, yes, but and that one got I think the next one is, yeah. But I think the next one is Hannah Cyphers versus Mallory Martin. Okay. So, Let's yeah, we'll probably just go that one, man. Let's do it, yeah. <sighs> I mean, I, I've come a lot on the show recently, and um, we I've spoken about Hannah Cyphers a lot, and going into this one right now, I mean, I know both women, I think, are coming off of a, a defeat, but <laughs> looking at it right now, I just... I just cannot back Hannah Cyphers every time she fights. I mean, just technically on on paper, it's just a tough one to call. I think Cyphers, she may have the sort of striking advantage, but when you look at Martin, she's probably the more well-equipped and more skilled fighter in a way. Um, certainly, she has tools to defeat a woman like Hannah Cyphers, who, like I said, who's just struggling for form right now. And I think she's ten and six, lo losing her last three or four in a row. So I just there's there's no way I can back Hannah on this one. I think with um, Mallory, she's got she's got a reasonably okay record, six and three, and she is capable of. I think she is capable of finishing the fight. Um, I think we'll see a lot of people going for a decision on this one from what I've seen uh, people on topology and on like MMA junkie giving their predictions, but I'm going to go for a, um, a finish in the second round TKO for Mallory Martin. Are oh, you going to do a second round TKO? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going, I'm not following the herd for a decision. Good. Good. I like it. I like it when you come up with something <laughs> different. Yeah. Hannah Cyphers is she opened up plus two fifty. She's plus two fifty five now. Mallory Martin yeah. opened up minus three oh nine. She's minus three seventeen now. So she's a heavy, heavy favorite and with good reason. Yeah. I mean, everybody yeah, yeah. everybody's got the tools to beat Hannah Cyphers in the UFC. <laughs> but when you get your ass kicked by Angela Hill, you get KO'd by Angela Hill, you're in you're in trouble. Um let's see. For let's see, second round TKO for Mallory Martin. Of course, you just fresh, right? Um, Mallory Martin second round plus nine hundred. Mallory Martin TKO plus two fifty. Mm. 
it looks like, and as you called it, it looks like the odds are kind of skewing towards a decision on this one. Yeah. Yeah, but I like it. I, second round TKO. I, I got to follow you. The payout's too good. I'm going to follow you here. <laughs> I don't think there's a way in hell that Hannah Cyphers wins the match, though. Uh, no, no chance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With no disrespect, though, of course. A little bit. Come on. <laughs> All right, what's next up? Uh, Zach Cummings versus Alessio uh, mm-hmm. uh, Di Trigio. Probably watched that one, but just, yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, Zach Cummings, obviously, he's got a, a lot of experience. He originally started off, I believe, I think he had a couple of stints at welterweight back in the day and had to eventually move up just because purely he, he just couldn't make way to uh, welter anymore. So he stepped up and middleweight. And yeah, I mean, looking at it on paper... <sighs> I don't think Alessio sort of has the, the the tools to beat a guy like Zach Cummins, who just like I said, he's got. I think he's lost his last fight, uh, Zach Cummins, to Amari Ahmedov, but he's certainly. I think just based on the experience, it's certainly going to play a big factor in this one. And I believe a lot of his wins have come via stoppage. Eighteen of his twenty-three uh, wins for Zach Cummins, and with twelve of them coming via submission so if Zach can sort of get the fight to the floor early on when we've seen uh, Alessio's sort of defence isn't up to scratch it's okay but it's not the best we may see Zach sort of control the grappling exchanges and I don't I don't think it'll be the, the most entertaining of fights I think it's going to be very slow and like I said Alessio doesn't have the sort of firepower and the, the, the sort of um, ability to control the fight on the floor so we may see this one go the full distance. Um, I, th- I think we will, to be honest. I, I just think Zach Cummins will control the fight for the full 15, and yeah, he'll, he'll take this one by decision. Zach Cummins by decision. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. Well, this one opened up as the closest fight of the night. Uh, minus 110 yeah. for Alessio, minus 104 for Zach is how they opened. And now it's Alessio shifted two cents worse, minus 112. Zach got two cents better, minus 102. So Vegas is still giving you negative lines both sides. They, yeah. <laughs> so this is close. This is real close. Uh, Zach Cummins via decision, plus 175. I like mm-hmm. that. So you're getting a little plus line there. Whew, this is really, really close. I'm, I'm just looking at my numbers. I gotta follow you. I think Zach does win the fight. I think you're. I, <laughs> yeah. I think you're right. So I'm gonna follow you there with the decision. Plus one seventy five. Let's do it. Let's get paid. <laughs> All right, man. So let's do. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's just. Get you paid. Yeah, I like that. I like that plus one seventy five an awful lot. Hmm. And it looks like the most likely one. Uh, it's plus one seventy five that Zach wins by decision. Plus two hundred Alessio wins by decision. And then just and the 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 KO the TKO the submissions are all like plus five hundred and plus three hundred. So mm. it seems like you're on the most likely path. So I, I like it. Let's do it. All right. What's up next? Um, I'll probably just do get the uh, Caseros versus Kevin Cream out of the way. I think I don't know if this is the next fight, but it'll, it'll be in and around the sort of area we're talking about. So yeah. probably just try and get this one over and done with quickly. Um. Obviously, yeah, originally it was supposed to be uh, Kika Ch- uh, Chikadze of uh, Georgia. And unfortunately, he had to pull out, which is a shame, really, because uh, Kika, is, like I said, he's Georgian. And he's, sort of, uh, he's sort of making a name for himself recently. He's got a very good record, and a lot of people are sort of backing him. Um, and so, as particularly with the Georgians, they're sort of to come up clutching recently, uh, recent weeks. You look at Merab Dallas, really, 
uh, recently certainly getting his name out there in the bantamweight division so it's a shame Giga's had to pull out and Kevin Kroom he'll be making his UFC debut but Leif Holzer he's a very experienced fighter across uh, various American promotions when you look at Alex Caceres oh, it's, it's so hard to read like, into Alex Caceres' mind come fight night because on paper, his record is atrocious, like 16 and 12, I think. Um, so uh, many people were sort of expecting uh, Alex to sort of get battered by Chase Hooper in his last fight. And we saw what happened. I think he just dominated Chase Hooper, which is the same, ended Chase's uh, undefeated record. So he's certainly a tough one to predict. Like I said, um, coming into this fight, Kevin, like I said, will be making his UFC debut. He's got very... He's got very good uh, submission skills, but whereas you look at Caceres, he's very capable on the mat as well. He's got decent submission skills as well. So in that sort of department, I, I think this will sort of be a, like a, I don't think we'll see the most entertaining of fights. I think it'll be a 15-minute ball fest, if you will. It'll just take place. The majority of the fight will be on the floor, in my opinion. So in that case, I'm going to go for a Caceres rider decision on this one. Okay. We have no lines for this one at all. Oh, really? N- nothing. <laughs> yeah, so I'll just have to... I think this one literally just came out last night. Yeah, yeah. It looks like Vegas is not... I just was hunting at all the different books that I have access to, and yeah. I can't find one. So we'll keep an eye on that and see where it's at. I'll let everybody yeah. know over on the uh, the website or, or the mm-hmm. app, you know. Yeah, yeah. You've got, you got to plug your app now, Arch. Yeah, every on. now and then. Oh, we'll get to it at the end. All right. <laughs> all right. So yeah, we'll keep an eye on that one and see what happens, but we'll, just, yeah. we'll move on yeah. to the next fight. Yeah, this one hasn't been cancelled. No one's like came in last minute. Um, so, yeah, we can talk about this one in depth. Uh, <laughs> Emily Whitmere versus uh, Pollyanna Viana. Viana, I think she's going to get this one done early. <laughs> Just going to say that straight off the bat. Whitmere, her record is absolutely abysmal. She's certainly <laughs> unpredictable. She, I think she's got the uh, the inch uh, disadvantage in this one mm. like, over against a woman like Pollyanna. And you know what to expect from Pollyanna, she's a very, she's great in terms of her submission skills. She's uh, ten and four, I believe, and like I said, on the ground, she's capable of defeating a lot of uh, women's uh, straw weight, I believe. So, in that sense, I don't think Emily's to take down defense, and her ability on the mat is certainly gonna. She hasn't got the best in that department, so she's certainly gonna struggle against a woman like Pollyanna, who's very capable gra- uh, grappler and is very damn impressive on the mat. So we'll probably. I'm going to go for Viana win via an early submission. I'm going to go for Pollyanna Viana via first round submission. First round submission. Yeah. This one surprised the hell out of me when I actually looked at the lines versus the stats I had. Mm. I I want to make sure that's not a misprint. Hold on one sec. I need to know. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, because this is this is this is wild. Uh, look at the <laughs> UFC just to win the fight. Yeah. Emily Whitmore is minus one fifty. Pollyanna's plus two or plus one twenty five. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised at that. I'm surprised yeah. at that. Are you not surprised? Is that at legit? That? Yeah, that's no, legit. Is that legit. Really? Emily Whitmore oh. minus one fifty. Pollyanna Viana plus one twenty five. Doesn't it seem like this is wrong? I mean, it's absolutely just wrong. I, 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 I'm scratching my head as to you know there, there must be there must be a reason as to why that's the case i mean yeah. she has got the capability of i think she's upset a fair few um she's got a fair couple of uh, upsetting results under her belt 
whereby nobody expected her to win and somehow Emily would pull out the bag. So like I said, four and three, <laughs> is she really going to get it done? I, I, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. There must have been a reason as to why that's the case. Yeah. The, the line must be, it's, there's something, there's something here because I can't find <laughs> I, uh, Yeah. To me, this looks like a Pollyanna win too. Like, wow. Mm. I, I was surprised how, how off it was in my mind. <laughs> All right. Well, let's break it down. You've got Pollyanna winning by first round submission. That's plus 375. Yeah. Mm. And if it ends in the first round, whew, plus 850. Wow. I can't ignore it. I got to follow you there. Wow. Mm. But yeah, something's up. If anybody out there knows, please let me know in the comments what you're seeing here, because it looks like the money is pretty hard on Emily Whitmore, Whitmire. And mm. I, I just, I'm having a hard time seeing it. All right. There's that. Next up. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's the final one. Yes. Uh, Christian Aguilera versus Sean Brady. Uh, you look at Sean on paper, he's 12 and 0. And I think the UFC is sort of being careful with this one. Obviously, you look at um, uh, MMA fighters with an undefeated record, they come up against a tough test and they sort of lose that. And it depends where they'll go next in terms of their mental approach. Will they sort of stay? But. I think with Sean Brady on paper, I think you, you sort of know what to expect from him. A lot of his wins have come by the decision. He's very capable in terms of his approach, in terms of striking, in terms of his grappling. And in that sort of sense, he's, he's picked up a couple of title wins in various promotions, Sean. And like I said, yeah, he's 12-0. and 0 And Christian, it's, it's, it's tough on call in this one. I'm going to... Oh, I I think with Sean, he trains with the um, Henzo Gracie. He's more of a, one of their hot prospects in their gym, and yeah, I think he's 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 capable of striking. He's he's all right and comfortable on his feet, and he does a bit of damage on the mat as well. And yeah, I mean, this guy's really he's twenty seven, I think, at the top of my head, twenty six, twenty seven. He's certainly one to watch in the near future, uh, and if he can sort of um, implement his uh, usual game plan where obviously he sort of it's a, t- it's a tough one to call like notably in a way he sort of outclasses his opponents every time he steps into the fight in sort of every department we haven't shown any sign seen any signs of uh sean brady getting tested necessarily so it'll be an interesting to see how christian deals with his versatile approach so i think with brady i think he just picks him apart on the feet and yeah he, he like I said, he's capable on the floor but We'll see another dominant victory from Sean Brady. I don't know if he'll get the finish. I'm probably going to go for Sean Brady by decision on this one. Decision. Okay. This looks to be the most one-sided fight of the night. Sean Brady yeah. <laughs> opened up. He opened up minus 391. He's minus 429 now. Mm. Christina Aguilera opened up plus 305. <laughs> 329 now. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can't find a stat that says that you should uh, think that Aguilera is going to win. Yeah. So. <laughs> So Sean Brady uh, via decision plus one twenty five. Yeah, you think even though he's going to dominate, it's still going to go to the judges. Yeah, I don't see him getting the finish. Obviously, you look at his career overall; he's got a couple of early stoppages here and there, but a lot of the predominantly a lot of his wins have come by the distance. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I look at that. The average fight time is ridiculous. So. All right, so yeah, I'm going to follow you then. Let's do it. Uh, I'm going to take Sean Brady in a decision as well. Mm. Plus 125, can't ignore it, can't ignore it. I mean, it does seem like the most likely outcome because it's uh, plus, yeah. it goes to the points as plus 125. It, 
plus 150 for a knockout or a submission. So yeah, it's, it's, it's right there. Hell, you could probably, you could probably Dutch them <laughs> if you wanted to. You could bet both, just, you know, control bets on both sides and still make a profit. All right, man. So that's it. Did the whole card. We'll keep an eye on that. We'll keep an eye on that uh, Crewman uh, Alex Sarah's fight. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on that. See what the yeah. line is. We got to keep an eye on this um, Pollyanna Viana and Emily Whitmire line too, because I'm yeah. really interested on this one. Yeah, let's see what happens. Come find out because I've seen again. I've seen Chris Ferris um, sites. People just it's one sided in uh, Pollyanna's favor. So. I don't know. Maybe it was a mistake. Maybe it's not. I don't know. We'll see come fight night what yeah. the odds are like then. And then, yeah, make well, a fair yeah. assumption from that. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So you're still over doing sports sesh. Yeah. The sports sesh podcast. Yep. Very still, good. still doing that. I get about one a week. Maybe. I mean, we, we, we certainly get one every two weeks, maybe two every two weeks. See what the schedule is like. And yeah, we're still, yeah. still, we're still soldiering on. <laughs> good. Good. Yeah. So the links in the description for sports sesh. Also, we have an app now. If you're an Android or an iPhone user, you can download the app and you don't have to go to Cause James, I know you kids, you kids, you, you don't know how to use your web browser. You, you need an app. So yeah, you've got it. Well, I, I wouldn't call myself a kid. I'm turning 21 next Ooh. week. Oh. Grand old man. <laughs> right. yeah yeah anything um, else we need to hit on james you're still ufc deluxe on twitter yep still uh, ufc deluxe on twitter obviously the road to 1k we're 50 just under 50 followers oh man from reaching that milestone so it's it's crazy i mean uh, i started off in march I've, I've had the account since 2017 but that was to do a bit of uni work and do a bit of predominantly football work. And yeah. I think come late March, I just changed it completely to a UFC account and to watch it grow over the past couple of months. It's just crazy. And, and I'm grateful for all the support from everyone and, you know, and from you as well, just from getting me on. And that sort of spurred me on to change over to the UFC scene and, you know, go from there. And yeah, I can't thank you enough. Arch. You're a big part of this. Yeah, we need UFC guys out there who are willing to talk. You know, every now and then I'll, I'll, I'll stumble upon someone. This is before I met you even. Like, I was just saying, hey, why don't you come on the show and talk? And boy, howdy. Yeah. Uh, a big mouth UFC guy, their, their balls shrivel up tiny, tiny, tiny. When you say, come on, Mike, they just get, they turn, <laughs> they turn into such pussies. So I'm glad that you had the balls to come on and talk and actually make some predictions and do pretty well. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing all right. I, I do okay. I mean, it's the same with every predictor and every gambler. Away, they have their they have their weeks. You know, ups one week downs, they're, they're they're doing all right. And yeah, ups and downs. Absolutely. But that's the uh, gambling game, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely, it is. All right, James, get the hell out of here. Take care, mate. Thank you very much. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.